Shut up and sit down. Hey, welcome back to Microbrood Sports. I'm Alex, currently getting my ass handed to me by Chris Boswell, of all people, in fantasy football. Yeah. And uh, I'm here with Pete. What's up, guys? Yeah, Chris Boswell, uh, pretty good kicker. I guess. Steelers, Steelers have had, like, issues putting the ball in the end zone. They have, like, a lot of field goals this year. Yeah, so... They move the ball a lot, but they just don't put it in the end zone as much. Yeah, so that guy's killing me in fantasy, but... Uh, more importantly, we got more Eagles football this week. It's back. Yeah. They play. It's a big week. Cowboys week. Yep. Should feel good. The I, Cowboys are a little dinged up. I have that whole case of uh, Cow- or Dallas Sox beer ready to go. I drank a few of them as teasers to myself, but I'm going to get a cooler. I'm going to get a couple bags of ice. It's going to be right next to the Lazy Boy. It's a Sunday night game too, right? Oh, yeah. And I don't work till night Monday, so oh. it's going down. Man, Alex might be a little tuned up for this game. <laughs> uh, so, beer, what are you drinking, Pete? Uh, I'm going back to New Belgium yet again. Uh, I, this is a new one for me. I have not had this before. Um, it is called Accumulation. It is a white India pale ale, and it's got, like, a picture of snow on top of, like, a van as the bottle. So, like, accumulation of snow. So it's a winter beer. Um, yeah. It is, again, New Belgium from Colorado, and uh, it's 6.2%. And white IPA, to me, always kind of tastes like uh, kind of like a, another Belgian-style beer. Just similar to Blue Moon, but a little more hoppy, kind of. Okay. In that kind of vein. But, uh, yeah, I know I'm going to like this one already. I went with another victory. You know, the Eagles did not win this past week, but they didn't lose either in the bye week. <laughs> but also, the Sixers... Whooped some Laker ass in L.A. last night. So I figured that uh, the victory beer would be fitting. It's winter cheers. So yeah. I think Philadelphia's going to be doing a lot of cheering this winter. Uh, 6.7%. <laughs> uh, it says it has notes of fruit and spice, which is interesting because you can actually taste that. Oh, really? Yeah. How about that? I know, right? They weren't lying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wheat ale. And uh, I don't know. It kind of... We were just talking about this. We saw it in the grocery store. Mad Elf. It's been years since I've had a Mad Elf. But from what I remember a Mad Elf tasting like, it sort of tastes like this minus 5% alcohol. I was going to say, Mad, yeah, Mad Elf is... A beer out of Hershey, Pennsylvania, out of the brewery we talked about for Trogues. And yeah, it's definitely got a lot of kick to it. Like, you can drink two of those. And, f- and then, in fact, they'll only serve you, I think, six ounce, gla- six ounce glasses of it at the brewery. So, yeah. like, you can have two, like, bottles of beer of that and be feeling, oh, feeling like you drank a couple yeah. beers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is pretty good. Uh, I'm going to let you know by the end of the pod. All right. Not quite sure exactly where I'm, where I'm going on it. Just as a heads up, guys. There's a small chance I'm going to talk, and then you're going to hear some snoring, because Alex may have fallen asleep. Yeah, I'm pretty tired. He is, he looks like hell right now. I had to stay up watching the Sixers last night. I had to go to bed after three quarters. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Because my alarm was going off at 5.15 a.m., and oof, oh, it was rough. I worked 12 hours today. Came over here, helped Pete load 
like an entire basement floor in my truck. Good stuff, yeah. Nice thousand square feet of floor. <laughs> a couple, <laughs> couple toilets. Oh man, they, they're working me dry, man. I'm I'm gonna sleep like a freaking baby tonight. So we gotta pound this pot out so I can get to bed. All right, let's do it. All right. So uh, last week, Eagles had their bye, and right. we had the Jets in action. Yes, Jets lost to the Bucks, fifteen to ten. And it couldn't be more Jetsy. No, it was a pretty Jetsy game. Very Jetsy I game. I think I didn't fact check us on this, but I think we were talking about how that was a game. Yes, we did. We yeah. both took the Jets and lost in the spreads. We, were, we both. And we were like, it. but the Jets would lose this. Yes, like, <laughs> I, I I remember distinctly like as soon as I said I'm taking the Jets, I'm like, this is just prime time Jets right here. This could totally be a loss. The Bucks don't have Jameis Winston. They don't have Mike Evans. And yeah. So, of course, you lose. Of course, we lose. Yeah. Um, but I will say, the defense performed admirably, as usual. Yeah. Only 15 points. I mean, that's that's a very good game for the defense. You should win if you give up. Right. Points. And honestly, if you look at the offensive numbers, I think the big thing was we couldn't sustain drives. Uh, we were 3 for 15 on third down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because, like, McCown is always completing a high percentage of his passes. I mean, Forte not being in the game i guess hurt us like our rushing stats weren't as good so that hurt a little bit i guess but i really just think it came down to third down like we're a team that need like we're going to come up with a lot of third downs because of how many short passes we throw and how many runs we have so we're a team who has to convert you know at a higher percentage although my boy robbie anderson yeah dude he's been providing i have that written down yeah robbie anderson still a baller man four for four catches 85 yards and a touchdown yeah that dynasty league man, Whew, he has come in handy. He's quality, dude. Yeah, yeah. just a quality receiver. Yeah, wow, he's been on fire. I think he's got four straight games with a touchdown, by the way. Yeah, he does. And five of six or something like that. Yeah, and a lot of those touchdowns are like more than twenty yards. Like it's. Oh yeah, it's not like little one yard fade routes no. or anything. He's going down the side. But yeah, I keep saying it. He just figures out how to get open. I don't like. Who is he? Nothing. Where did he come from? I mean, I know he's temple, like a temple, baby. like yeah. seventh rounder or whatever, but like. Who the fuck is Robbie Anderson? Like he just gets open. <laughs> Why is he doing this? He gets open. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, it, you know, like just whatever. It's just such a. I'm not even phased by it because, it, at my life in terms of like Jets fanhood, this is how it works. Yeah. Just as soon as like it's stupid actually because we uh my brother and I got my dad tickets for his birthday to go. We're going December third to the Chiefs game, and of course we're like, okay, so we're four and five. If we managed, so we should beat the Bucks. Like this game could mean something. And then we have we're coming off a bye to play the Panthers at home. Mm-hmm. Now the Panthers have looked a lot better within the last two weeks ever since they traded Kelvin Benjamin. Their offense looks pretty dynamic. So like maybe that's not as close of a game as I thought it would be. Right. But I was like, man, like off by at Panthers at home, like we could maybe possibly win that and be going to see the Jets at six and five play the Chiefs. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> no chance. They're absolutely going to get pounded by the Panthers. Yeah. They'll be four and seven for the Chiefs. It's going to be a nice cold, windy day, and you're going to watch yeah. a twenty-point loss. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so that'd be Christmas. Yeah, Mr. Pete. Yes. Anyway, uh, so then the Eagles. So the Eagles pick up pick up game on the division. Pick up a game on the division. Everyone. Everywhere. And Everyone not that you really needed it. No. But this pretty much cements the division for you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there was a small chance that if Dallas won. And they went to play you guys and won. 
that they would only be a game back yeah. for the division. I and mean, they'd get you again. So As much as the term must win is overused, yeah. I feel like this is 100% absolutely a must win for the Cowboys. They're what, 5-4? and four? I believe that's... I didn't check that before the pod, but yeah, I yeah. believe so. I think they're 5-4. and four. Um, Yeah, I mean, if they want to have any chance at all at the division... You you gotta beat the Eagles here. Well, no, I, I don't see how it happens. The division honestly. is done, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, I'm, I'm with it. it. Really, if as an Eagles fan, I'm thinking, uh, and I just checked here, they're five and four. It's Eagles eight and one, Cowboys five and four, Redskins most underrated team in the NFL at four and five. Wow, most underrated team in the NFL, dude. They have had a murderous schedule. Yeah, so and they've actually played. They've played pretty good. Yeah, I like, um, I like how they've played. And the Giants, one of the three worst teams in the NFL, at one and eight. But. uh uh, what was I saying here? Eagles. Oh, at this point, as an Eagles fan, I'm thinking not only bye, but I'm thinking home field advantage. Right. Well, I mean, you're eight and one. Right. But what's more ahead of us right now here in Dallas? You're you're talking no Zeke Elliott, no uh, Tyron Smith, and boy, did they miss him. Yeah. Oh my God. And no Sean Lee. Yeah. And after the big uh, Monday night win against the Redskins, if you recall me, like, busting out my little made-up list in my head where I was like, if I had to name five Eagles, I didn't right. want to lose an order. We lost, like, two of the top six. Two and, or two and six, yeah. Two and six. Is where I, I ranked them. And I, now I don't know the Cowboys roster as by heart as far as, like, to really rank them. But, I mean, if you're ranking Cowboys. Dude, they lost three of their top you could, six. Dude, you could argue like three of the top like four. Well, I'm yeah. Throw Dak in I, I there, mean, Dak has to be. Listen, the way the NFL is, like, quarterback yeah. is always, for the most part, one. Right. So I'm gonna give Dak his respect, and he's top like. He's the first. I think he's number one. Okay, that might be true. I mean, who, who's their backup? Right. So like, that's fair. He's number one. I won't kill you on that. Okay. But kill dude, me. What do you mean? He's number two, one. Two, three, and four might be in some order: Smith, Zeke, Lee. It's actually probably those three. Yeah. I think they're two through four, and they lost all. Yeah. Because, like, you could argue Des Bryant, but then again, like, they're such a running team. Like, I don't know. No, he doesn't do shit anymore. Like, he's not. He, three he's not, years ago, Des. Yeah, yeah, he's not quite uh, what he used to be. Yeah, I'm not. I, At least this year. He doesn't put any fear in me right now. But, uh, no, it, it, they are so limping into this game, and then we're coming off a bye. Right. We're getting nice and healthy. Uh, we have uh, Darby coming back, first game since week one. Uh, Ertz is coming back after only missing one week in the bye. Right. I mean, Ajayi has another week in the system, all this. If we lose this game, like... That's a bad loss. You will hear me bitch a storm. Yeah. There's no excuse. Honestly, if if you lose this game, I think that is solely on Doug Peterson. I don't understand how it wouldn't be. You've had a bye week, and you're playing a team who's, like we just talked about, two through four. No, he'll get killed for that. You're right. He and he should be like you have to be prepared to play this. But game. I don't think we lose this game. I agree with you. Yeah, I think you're going to win the game. Right. I think. But it's... my point is, if you do lose the game, Doug Peterson is going to take a ton of heat. And he should. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I think we win, and I don't think it's close. And so I'm taking Eagles minus four at Dallas. Yeah, I'm also going to take Eagles minus. I think four. that spread is way too small. Mm. When you factor in all those, like, them losing yeah. players two through four. I, I think it should be a touchdown, probably. and that, But the thing is, it's a lot. That's a lot to do just because it's a rivalry. They're very familiar teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in Dallas. So that's it's it's really hard to just say, like, it should be more. But I even at a touchdown, it would be tough for me 
to not take the Eagles. If it were seven and a half, I'd probably lean Dallas. Okay. Just because. Dude, I think it'll how the NFL. Honestly, for me to take Dallas, I think it'd have to be like twelve and a half. Oh my god, you're nuts. I think this game is not going to be close. I think it's going to be another twenty point win. Wow. Well, I yeah, I don't think so. But uh, I mean, I think you're going to win the game. I've clearly stated that. Okay. And made my pick as such. But yeah. I mean, we know. How, I think you don't want to you know quite how understand I how spreads work. This kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't think you quite understand how like Vegas puts a spread. Oh no, I understand exactly how they put a spread. Okay. I'm just saying if you wanted me to pick Dallas, oh, okay. I'm talking about me personally. Okay. I'm not saying yeah. where Vegas yeah. should put it. <laughs> no, you would need it minus twenty one. <laughs> and then you'd be like, Well, I don't know. I think so. Maybe. <laughs> no, All yeah. right. Obviously if the spread was like twelve and a half, people would be pounding the the, yeah, the Dallas. Dallas just because not a lot of teams lose games by that much, just mathematically. Correct. There you go. But if All you're right. talking about like this in particular game and just how confident I feel like it'd have to be somewhere in that ballpark of like okay. 12 and a half for me to be like on this pod be like oh yeah take the points alright I think if you look at the Eagles schedule this year like and just look back at the, the scores right. they're not narrowly beating teams I, yeah, early in the season they were now they're just blowing them out the freaking water great listen I understand I'm just saying okay. this is a familiar team it's not like you're playing Denver who you ever never play right just saying. All right. Um, so we're both going Eagles. You want to pick the other uh, spreads a while? Yeah. So there's no Jets this week. Last you week we picked the Cowboys game. Wait, let's uh, review last week. How did we do last week? I went one and four. Oh. I only went two and three, <laughs> but I win. So that was fun. But since you helped me move the night, I bought the beer anyway. Yeah. Um, and I didn't write it down, so I'll have to uh, add up where, where I'm at on the air, but it's not good. So... <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for next week. <laughs> I need to. I need to fight back here. And if I remember correctly, yeah, I'm feeling a five and zero this week. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't work out. But uh, tough one. All right. So last week we picked the Cowboys in lieu of the Eagles because the Eagles were playing the Cowboys. Right. However, the Jets this week are on a bye, and so are the Panthers, and right. that's their next opponent. So we just picked another four games that we thought we were most confident in picking. So since you won, you want to go first? Sure. My first pick is a pick that I think is terrible. All right. Actually, I don't think it's terrible, but like I don't feel good about it. But I have some historical data that helps me out, and that's the Chiefs minus ten and a half playing the New York Giants. Okay. Andy Reid off a of bye, man. He's a wizard off a of bye. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic coach off a of bye. His team's going to be prepared. Also, what's help? What I think will help me is that. The Giants are trash. They don't give a shit. And they do not want to play for Ben McAdoo. No. I like they need to fire that guy so like the players will play again, I think. Yeah. Like I just think it's total turmoil in that locker room. Oh, I they, think they do not give they don't a care. fuck. So that's I mean, I don't like taking I like this is asinine actually to take the Chiefs. They're ten and a half point favorites on the road. Wait, was that last week that they They lost, lost to the Niners, yeah. I picked that one. Maybe I went two and three. You might have went two and three. I thought you went two and three. You did. I gotta rewatch the pod and see what the picks I made because I know well, I picked that. We game. are just terribly unprepared this week. Yeah, we but are moving all kinds of shit. I do remember I picked that one. You were talking about how it was savvy. Yeah, picking the winless team. Yeah, and I won the Patriots one. Mm-hmm. I misremembered one of them that I picked. Yeah, you right. probably went two and three. We probably I probably went two and three. All right. Um, so Alex is still bad on the season though. <laughs> yeah, that's the moral of the story. Right. Uh, and I need some sleep. Uh, then my first pick, and this is uh, not in any order, but this is one that I'm less confident of on my picks here. 
but I still like it enough to want go with it. I want Rams plus two and a half at the Vikings. I think the Rams are the better team, so I'm gonna take the better team and the points. Okay. And I do not care what has happened so far this year. I do not trust Case Cam. If he right. doesn't kill you now, he's gonna kill you in January. Interesting. That's my take. Interesting. And did you see this week that they were talking about starting Teddy Bridgewater? Right. I feel even less confident about that if that happens because <laughs> dude hasn't played football since like I was and playing. Not, can I just go? Can I like say something? Yeah. Was Teddy Bridgewater ever like that great? No. I just he I was think a game he, manager. He was he was fine. He didn't turn the ball over. Right. He was a fine quarterback. Yeah. But like I think I prefer Case Keenum, who's at least done well this year. Well, Teddy and, Bridgewater. if you're just talking about this year, Case Keenum, like if you think yeah. this is a real Case Keenum we're watching, then yeah, I prefer Case Keenum too. Sure. I just think that he has to regress to the mean, okay? Because he's still Case Keenum, right? Unless he, Case Keenum redefined what Case Keenum is. I think Case Keenum might be a different Case Keenum. I hope not. That's gonna piss me off. <laughs> I don't know. We're talking a lot about Case Keenum. We are. This is a Case Keenum pod. In case you're <laughs> <laughs> Go with your second pick. Wait, I didn't even get to yell at you. Oh, sorry, yell at me. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't like that pick. Right. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's actually not right. a bad pick, because does Minnesota still play indoors? Yeah, they do. Okay. So, and the Rams? I believe they do. Yeah, they do. We, wow, we were just terribly I think they just spot. didn't, they just didn't that one, that one year, because their stadium was getting, yeah. their stadium was like demolished by a snowstorm or some the shit. Only thing like I the will, roof caved in. Yeah, so the only thing I'll say is that, uh, the Rams, the Vikings defense is really good. And, it is really good. and they're home, and the Rams probably haven't played a defense that good in a while. I think or in a couple that, games, so I think that there's no denying how good the Vikings' defense is, but I think their offense is just completely perplexing as to why it is good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. And so part I of it, believe it. I'll tell you what's making Case Keenum look like a different Case Keenum, <laughs> and that's Steph Diggs and Adam Thielen. They're fucking good. Man. They are good. They're breaking records like for duos of <laughs> Vikings receivers that Randy Moss and Chris, Chris Carter. <laughs> The like, fuck is that? That's, that's like that that's only like adds to the bullshit that I'm calling. Like I'm like, there's no way this is real. That's the best thing ever. Like Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Terp, by the way. Randy Moss in '98 was like the reason I started liking football. Yeah. And like you're gonna tell me and Adam Thielen's Adam gonna shit on better. Like get the <laughs> fuck out. Go. Anyway, you're so done. Watch Adam Thielen and the Vikings kick your fucking Rams ass. <laughs> and Case Keenum. Right. All right. <laughs> I think people listening to this probably think we are like eight or nine beers in. <laughs> we're just, I, we're tired and are drinking. This is what happens. Um, so my third pick is the Patriots minus seven playing the Oakland Raiders in Mexico. And my entire argument for it is... In Mexico? Yeah, they're playing in Mexico. I didn't even know that. I knew you wouldn't. That's, <laughs> that's part of the reason I picked it. <laughs> yeah, they're playing in Mexico. So the Raiders... The, the Raiders, like... No. Here's my here's my entire argument. Ready? Bill Belichick's going to beat the shit out of Jack Del Rio. There you go. That's it. I don't need to say anything more. They're going to win by more than seven. Hey, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> you, you're never really going to hear me shit on a Patriots pick. I, you know... I also think they're rolling. Like, the offense is oh, really... The offense is... They figured it out. And I think I saw the defense has given up 14 points a game since they like, I mean, figured it out. Okay. They've played the Jets... The Bucks, the Broncos, like they haven't. I've heard a lot of those stats. Yeah. They haven't played any like offensive weapon. That's fair. So That's I not will, bad teams. In I will be interested to see how they go up against the Raiders team, who has offensive weapons coming off a bye. But I still think, like at the end of the day, 
Jack Del Rio is going to fuck up somewhere and do stupid like fourth and two call and turn it over in his own territory or something like yeah. that. So um, that's my entire. My argument. second one is your third one. Wake the fuck up. Did I say my no? Oh, yeah. my second one. That's not the Eagles. Oh jeez. All right. Okay. Come on. My third one, people. Thank you. All right. My third one is going to be <laughs> the Redskins. Most underrated team in the NFL. All right. Plus eight at the Saints, who have been killing me all year because I've been picking against them every week. Yeah. And they're going to keep killing you. Right. But (laughs) I'm getting this logic here from looking at who these teams have played and how they've played. And the Redskins have had such wins as on the road against the Rams and on the road against the Seahawks. Sure. Which are very impressive to me. And if you look at a team like the Saints, they got their asses handed to them against the Vikings and Pats to start the season. Two quality losses because those teams are both very good. Right. Then they beat the Panthers, who are like, I don't know what to think about them. That's a solid win. Yeah. Solid win. Dolphins, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. Lions, it's all right, I guess. Solid win. I think they're... Packers without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Bears. Bucks. And the Bills last week looked like a big old pileup. Yeah. So I think as much as they've been killing me, I think I've just underrated they are the better of the two bad teams on the field that day. You heard it here first. Saints are highly overrated. Okay. So I believe they not only lose that spread, I think the Redskins go into the Superdome and get a W this week. Hot damn. Boom. The fire coming out of those hot takes. Holy shit. I will say... I think this is a fabulous game to tease for the Redskins. Oh, yeah. Get them to plus 14. I think it's one of the best things you can do. Yeah. Because I do agree. The Redskins are definitely, I think, a little bit better than their record. They've had a couple games go. Yeah. I mean, now you could argue that some of those road road wins, like the Seahawks game, kind of went differently. But uh, Right. I think they're a pretty quality team. And I'm hoping, if you're, I mean, well, you should be hoping that their offensive line guys, a couple, at least a couple of them get back. They're depleted on the offense. Yeah, I think last week they started getting a little help. Okay, so I mean that'll help as well. But uh, just for argument's thing, sake, here's the thing that I would tell you to be worried about. Okay, the Saints, when their offense is humming in the Superdome, mm-hmm. have like a historic record against the spread. Right, they're fantastic in the dome. They're typically way better at home. Right, and the Redskins' defense just gave up 38 to Case Motherfucking Keenum. Well, he's the best quarterback in the league. Oh, okay. This side of Carson Wentz. Jesus Christ. No, but just for to finish that argument. How though, happy are you that like it's happening with Keenum and not Bradford? Oh yeah, no, if Bradford was kicking ass, I'd be a little salty. But I'd still be feeling great. Because, because there'd we be plenty of people like touting like good trade both teams. Yeah, and I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I wish that was the case. His Sam. sleeves <laughs> dangle like a I was gonna say like a wizard sleeve, like what's his face? Borat, but that doesn't He looks like a wizard out there. How about that? Right. Um I just hit a button I didn't mean to hit on this phone. But it, real quick, this was the uh, this is the Redskins schedule: Eagles, Rams, Raiders, Chiefs, Niners is finally an easy one. Eagles, Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings. Yeah, they've played. God damn, they probably have the toughest schedule in the NFL. So oh far. yeah, I would honestly to be four and five through all that is impressive. I think they right. could if they turned it around and won nine or ten games. Zero surprise for me. Interesting. Well, they, they're going to have to start by going into the Superdome, yeah. baby. Here it begins, baby. All right. All right. That was a really long pick. That what's, was. What's your fourth one? My fourth one is the Falcons. 
plus three at Seattle. Okay. Um, I took that too as well. Okay. Yeah. No Richard Sherman. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't bother me as much. I think Earl Thomas is a bigger key to that defense, and he's coming back. But I just saw there might be without Cam Chancellor. Mm-hmm. They might be without Richard Sherman. Or they are without Richard yeah. Sherman. They might be without Dwayne Unless Brown. Richard Sherman can play with one leg. Right. Which no. would be impressive. That would be impressive. But uh, so, And they also might be without Dwayne Brown, the left tackle they traded for. Um, <laughs> also, the Falcons are a team that I'm not sure what to make of yet. No, I'm the same way with Because... That. I, if you look at their stats in terms of yards per play, I think they're the top team in the NFL in terms of offense, in terms of net yards per play. So, like, take your offense. I think they average, uh, like, six, almost seven yards per play on offense, which is really elite. And they give up five. And they right? give up, like, five and a half or something. So, they're, aver- so they're 1.5 net, right? which is, I think still tops in the league. They've been, like, the top spot all year. Are these actual numbers or are you just guesstimating? No, these are actual. Like, I'm okay. Like, I just know that they're the top, and I know it's around. Okay. They're like around 1.5. Okay. Just to clarify that. Right. So, anyway, statistically, they're a team that is elite, um, but they've lost some really weird ways. And I'm, I think this is a good, like, uh, like prove it to me game. Yeah. Like, if they, if they go into Seattle and win again, like, then I think. People need to remember that the Falcons are good. I also and the went to Super Bowl last from year. like an Eagles fan perspective. I'm really at this point sitting at eight and one, like looking at the landscape, of the NFC. Yeah, trying to figure out who I need to be worried about. And after Richard Sherman getting hurt, let me tell you, I zero percent fear the Seahawks. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't. Mm, I'm not. I worried. wouldn't say that yet. I'm not worried. Okay. He takes away half the field almost, and it's like, mm. okay, especially like with yeah, Wentz, uh, whatever. It's not worth debating right now. We'll wait till Seahawks week. But uh, anyways, my fear of the Seahawks just dramatically decreased after that injury. So I'm okay. going Falcons plus three as well. So do you have one more left? Or I do. Just me? Okay, go ahead. I do. Uh, my last pick is a line that is hard to find because people think Philip Rivers is questionable, but he's really not. So I found a line. Mm-hmm. Chargers minus four and a half. Home for the Bills. Against your cousin. Against my cousin, Nathan Peterman. He's not really my cousin. Do you know how many people text me? <laughs> like, Haha, dude, <laughs> are you related to that guy? I'm like, all right. Like, It was funny like the first time, but I seriously got five texts from different friends. I'm like, all right, you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> Including you, Shea Stremel. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, the Chargers minus four and a half. Uh, at home, they're... They're my team that I just can't do. I yeah. I love it, what I say to you. I hate that I love them so much yep. because, like, they, honestly, if you watch them, they should probably be like six and three, at worst, and they're three and fucking six. Mm-hmm. Um, but my whole thing here is I don't think Nathan Peterman's good. Yeah, I mean that's that and seems I like don't, a logical. I really don't understand the benching. I don't get it. Tyrod Taylor's fine. He had a bad game against the Saints. Jesus Christ. Here's the thing with that, and I'm not gonna go deep into that, but. Don't you're are you seriously gonna disagree? Well, no, I'm not gonna disagree. I'm just gonna devil's advocate it. All right, and I'm not. I don't hate it, but it's like if you're the Bills and you look hard in the mirror and you, despite what your record says, you're like, look, we're not contenders this year. All right, so and then you you say there's gonna be a lot of quarterbacks available this offseason. There's gonna be Eli Manning available most likely. There's gonna be Alex Smith. There's gonna be other quarterbacks that are veterans that are gonna be out there. And if you decide, look. I don't think Tyrod's our guy. And we drafted this Nate Pietzky guy, this Patetsk. Oh, my God. 
it's just like, look, we got a little less than half a season left. Why don't we put Pateski out there and just see how he does? My question to you is, do you honestly think that Eli Manning or Alex Smith is an upgrade over Tyron Taylor? Is an upgrade? Yeah. Yes. No, I disagree. I think Tyrod Taylor is pretty solid in the terms that he... Tyrod can, Taylor is a good athlete, he can, but he dude, doesn't like pick apart a defense well, through no, the air. But can Eli Manning do that anymore? Absolutely not. Can Alex Smith actually do that? Eli no. Manning, I think, is very much on the downswing, but yeah. I think Alex Smith is a much better quarterback than uh I don't think they're that... Tyrod Taylor. I think if you put switch spots, I think Tyrod Taylor does close to the same... Uh, and I think Alex Smith would be not nearly is, as good. Who else can be out there? I think Garoppolo might be made available again. I mean, Kirk Cousins would um, be available. Yeah, that's one but I, was I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to Buffalo. I Probably think Kirk not. Cousins would go to. I mean, who really wants to go to? Buffalo? He would either. I think Kirk. Honestly, Kirk Cousins should go to the fucking Jaguars. Yeah. That'd be fun. You ready? Just because I'm going to drop some knowledge on you. Oh boy, cute girls are not from Buffalo. Oh wow. How I mention my other reference? Yeah, that was um, just yeah, mind blowing there. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get more props for the how I much how I met your mother reference in mid pod, but yeah. all right. So we need to pour a little out for uh, how I met your mother going off Netflix. By the way, yeah, what a disaster. CBS own streaming thing. Shut up. Yeah, shut the fuck up, CBS. Anyway, what's your last one? Bengals plus two and a half at the. I can't win a game because Brock Osler is my quarterback or Trevor Simeon, who's both awful, Denver Broncos. Okay. I'm I think getting points, and I, I have a better team, so I don't care if it's on the I road. think that's a, the biggest sucker's bet of all time. Okay. Not all time, but it's a big sucker's bet, I think. I'm taking it. I, I understand that, but I think that's – who are you riding with a quarterback? Andy Dalton. Oh. He is mildly better than Osler. He's serviceable, though. Like, you can – Play a football season and physically like have some success with Andy Dalton. He's going to kill you and you're going to hate him, but you can still do things sometimes. Okay. Brock Osweiler, I think, is even worse than he was last year. Yeah. Like, dude, I watched that Eagles Broncos game and it was such a fucking laugher. Like right away, you were like, "This guy <laughs> is hell." Yeah. Like I would kill myself before the third quarter if I had to watch Osweiler play a game as the Eagles quarterback. <laughs> it's really he's really atrocious, but I still think. I think Andy Dalton, you're going to look up on Sunday and go, Jesus Christ, Andy Dalton threw three picks? <laughs> and, yeah, and, maybe, like, and like, they'll run, like, I don't know. I just think that's a sucker's bet because the Broncos have been so bad. I think they're due for a home, full home cooking yeah, maybe. against the crap quarterback. But uh, all, right, all right, so recap. We're both on the Eagles minus four. We're yep. both on the Falcons plus three. Yep. And then I got Rams plus two and a half, Redskins plus eight, Bengals plus two and a half. We're pulling a... Uh, Page out of the playbook of Pateski here. Yeah, and you know what? Points. That hasn't been working recently. The favorites have fa- like it's it probably flipped like week six. Yeah. After six weeks. Well, it's flipping back, didn't you hear? Oh, okay. So I have again. So we picked the same two, and then I have outside of that, I have Chiefs minus ten and a half, e, Patriots minus seven, and Chargers minus four and a half. Wow. Yeah, you're not taking any points. The only points I'm taking are the Falcons. You're given. I'm given. It's that time of year, everyone. Yeah. Um. All right, so I wanted to move on and talk about the next most awesome team in Philadelphia. Actually, that's up for debate, almost. Is it? No, probably not. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm looking at a puzzle. I'm looking at him with like a puzzled face, like that emoji that you always send with the hands like <laughs> up in the air, like. Eh? 
The 76ers, baby. Yeah. Trust the motherfucking process. We kicked the shit out of the Lakers last night. Proved to 8-6. and six. Uh, Embiid, and this is one of those ridiculous stats where it's like, why did you just tell me this? But I'm going to tell you anyway. That nobody in the history of the NBA has gone for 46 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 7 blocks. I heard that today. Yeah. I knew that. Was, I, I like, when I heard that, I'm like, that is absolutely getting mentioned. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Alex is bringing that up. <laughs> but what a fucking game for real! Like the most amazing part of that, I don't even think is the forty-six points, which is obviously incredible no matter who you are, or the fifteen rebounds, which is great. Yeah. But it's from your center, who is like a scoring center, mm-hmm. to get seven assists, yeah. and then it, that's the second most one, uh, amazing one there, and then the most amazing one, seven fucking blocks in a goddamn yeah, game. That happens. He's but, massive. Yeah, but holy crap, man! Like. Last year, like it was like wow. And, I mean, he is a great shot blocker. I'm not yeah. mocking him. I'm using my mocking voice, but like, like wow. I think he had like 2.6 blocks a game. It was incredible. He yeah. had fucking seven last night. Yeah. He'd go three games without a block and like average it all out. <laughs> guy's a fucking man. Um, he's up to 23 points per game, 11.2 rebounds, 3.5 assists. Yeah. Uh, and then. I can never make up my mind every game I watch. I'm like, who's the best sixer? Is it Embiid or is it Simmons? I'll answer that for you really quickly. Okay, you think it's Simmons? No. Okay, you think it's Embiid? Embiid is the key to your team. Okay. Because my, I think... See, honestly, if I had to pick, I lean Simmons more days than not. Well, I, well, okay, here's the thing. If you had to tell me, like, if, you, if I had to bet on, like, I don't know who's going to have the better season... Like if basically if I had to factor in durability, mm-hmm. Simmons wins. But if I just factor in potential, right, and like ceiling, it's one hundred and twelve percent Joel Embiid. Okay, I mean I'm because not gonna kill my, you. My thing is answer. my thing is he's already there. He everything's there. He can shoot. Yeah, he can clearly play a little defense. He can rebound. He can do everything you want somebody to do. And literally the only thing Simmons can't do though is shoot. Right, but he's also, I mean, because of that, he's never going to, like, Ben Simmons probably can't score 46 points in a game because he can't shoot. You're probably right. But and, he facilitates so much that... Right, but my thing is, okay, so, like, okay, let's take, let's just say Joel Embiid's not on the floor. Right. I don't think Simmons is going to be like, all right, team on my back, I'm going to start averaging, like, close to 30 a game. Right. He, I don't think he can do that. That's fair. I think if Ben Simmons is off the floor and it's Joel Embiid in that situation, right? Like I think. Embiid, so you're saying you're saying basically you would take the T.J. McConnell Joel Embiid combo over like a Ben Simmons Rashawn Holmes like on the court. I don't know where that came from, but well, like McConnell fills Simmons' shoes better than uh, like Holmes fills Embiid's shoes. Okay, know what you're saying. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Yeah, I think. Well, I also love McConnell. Anyway, you do love McConnell. What so I would, uh, yeah. Um, I just think I just think Joel Embiid is the most important player on your team. Okay. If he's in the lineup, you can play with a lot of teams. You'll yeah. play. You'll play. You'll play with almost all of them, and you can beat a lot of them. Yeah. But like, if he's not on the floor, like, I think that cuts. A Next lot games of, against the Warriors. What do you think? Do we cover the spread on that one? I don't even know what it is. But last time it was like fifteen. We're at home this time, so it might be smaller. I would bet that it's going to be Warriors by at least eight or nine points. And See, if it's eight or nine points, I want the Warriors. Yeah. I think it'll be under That's 10. Upsetting. We got in this argument at a bar about 
I was like, you're an idiot. 15 points? Sixers will lose by less than that. Yeah, no. They were like, and it, the great, th- the funny thing was, like, going to the third quarter, it wasn't that bad. It was only it was like, like one point. Right. And I was like, dude, just watch. <laughs> and holy shit. Yeah. It just happened so fast with that, man. But, uh, yeah, so to continue my uh, solo jerk here on the Sixers, uh, Simmons, 17.8, 9.2, and we here at the podcast are on assist watch. We are. Care to guess what he's at? He's probably right at 8. Or 8.1. 7.7. Oh. So you're currently winning. Woo! <laughs> but, for how confident Pete was, I'm still happy with that. Also, he's going to be finishing the season at 8 or more. He had 10 last game, so just need a couple more of those. Um, and also, I think we can pretty much call it in terms of if he plays 50 games at this level, he's he's the rookie of the year. Oh. It's done. Dude, and... No, 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 no. He has to play games. And Bede should have been the no, rookie no, of the year last year. No, that's incorrect. You have to play games. You're okay. wrong. 31 games is not We're enough. We're getting games. off topic, so I want a short answer here. Yeah. But do you think Deshaun Watson should be rookie of the year in the NFL? No, he can't be. He's not going to play enough games. Okay. How 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 can you be the rookie of the year and not play half the season? Deshaun Watson should be rookie of the year he's in the NFL, too. No, he's not. He's not going to be rookie. Okay. And even when he was doing all that, his team was 3-4. and four. But he himself was like elite. Don't care. Ah, I forgot about Kareem Hunt. He might not, then. If Just Kareem Hunt wasn't a person... Anyway, we'll, get out. we'll move on. Get out. Um, but yeah, so you want to play a quick uh, little guessing game here? Sure. Okay. So, Embiid, which is probably one of the more exciting stats here, which is actually lower than it feels, just because he went 36 and I believe 34 or 33 minutes the last two games. Right. He's averaging 29 minutes a game. Okay. Which is pretty fun. So, do you care to guess... Where that ranks in the NBA? Or in minutes ter- per game? Minutes per game? Yeah. Mm, 100th. Very close. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. 97. All right. So every team has about three guys that yeah. average, that, 30 uh, average more than that. That's exactly how I based my nice. number up. Okay. <laughs> so same game here. Ben Simmons, 34.6. He's probably top 25. 17th. Yeah. Not bad. Okay, so... Did you think you were going to stump me? I don't know. All right. Um, now, <laughs> player efficiency rate. PR. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Embiid has 26.7. Yeah. Where do you think that ranks? It's pretty high. It's probably top 10. Yeah. You want to pick a number? Nine. Damn, nine it is. So Look at Pete. And then uh, you can just gauge off those numbers, so I'll just give you the other ones. But Simmons is 13th in the NBA okay. at 24.5, and Robert Covington is 44th at 18.3. And uh, some fun Robert Covington facts, who is now a rich man, signed a four-year extension, $62 million. And it is the most team-friendly deal like of all time because as part of the deal, um, they can take that $62 million and like pay it to him this year too, and make it this year's salary. So like I think he gets like fifteen million this year from it, like a fifteen million dollar raise. Mm-hmm. And then over the next four years, he gets like forty million dollars. But against the cap, I don't know how that works in terms of payout. Like it might just be, I don't, honestly, the, every sport is different with how it hits your cap. Right. Because I know like I'm hockey. Pretty sure that the cap still works. Like I think it's like a ten million dollar hit each year. Then. Oh okay. Because I know like hockey. Like, you can get paid, let's say, okay, so let's just throw out a number here. Sidney Crosby, 
10 years, $100 million, right? So that, that's not his contract at all. But he against the cap, it's your average annual salary. Right. So it'd be $10 million a year. However, a lot of teams front load that. Mm-hmm. So they'll pay you, like they'll pay Crosby $15 million the first like four years. And then they'll pay him like right. way less, last, whatever. Um, so, okay. But just some fun Robert Covington facts then. Sure. And this is coming into last night, um, which he shot well last night. But uh, he coming into last night when he got paid, he had one more three-pointer made this season than one Steph Curry on 25 fewer attempts. How about that? Was shooting 50% from uh, three-point. And I would just like to remind everyone that this is the same man who finished third in the Defensive Player of the Year voting last year as a relative no-namer to like people across the league. So to get that kind of respect, you got to really be doing something. Sure. And I made the argument that I believe he's a uh, fringe, like, all-star worthy kind of guy, and Pete wanted to try and yell at me about that. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Robert Covington is a great role player. He's not an all-star player. And here, are my, here I'll lay out my arguments as to why he will not be an all-star. Okay. Um, number one, at the forward position, you typically will get six, at most seven players to the all-star game, right? Mm-hmm. And... Last year, so last year there were six. Mm-hmm. Of those six, Giannis and LeBron, probably not Kevin Love again. Because, and a lot, also, another point is, a lot of times, the top four teams are going to get more weight in terms of how many All-Stars they get. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. Wins equate to more All-Star teams. Like, if you remember a couple years ago when the Hawks won 60 games, they had four All-Stars. They had Millsap, Horford, Teague, and Corver. Yeah. Okay. So, going off of that, not as just as the first example, I don't think there's any chance because I don't think the Sixers will be a top four seed going into that. Um, also, so the two I have for sure coming back, two forwards are Giannis LeBron. Okay. Then, I mean, obviously, I think you would say Simmons and Embiid are ahead of Robert Covington, right? Well, Embiid's not a forward. They would count as forwards. Yeah. They're all pretty much like forwards. Right. It's like. It does, it's not like center specifically get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just big men. Um, so Simmons and Embiid make the other four. Yes. To make it four. Porzingis is in for absolutely sure. Yeah. He's, an, he's an animal. So then basically you have one or two spots maybe. Mm-hmm. And here are the names you're dealing with. Aaron Gordon, Jalen Brown, Tobias Harris, Otto Porter, Nick Batum, Rocco. And to, this, to the point right now, I don't think he'd be in because Tobias Harris has been... The best player on Detroit, like what second in the East? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Second in the East, and Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Auto Porter. Well, Jalen Brown plays probably scores the second most amount of points for the second best team in the or the best team in the East. Yeah, and Auto Porter is basically the Robert Covington on the third place team in the East. So. With all that said, not to mention Aaron Gordon has been having a great season, mm-hmm. scores more, has been a really good season from three, plays on a, you know, he's probably more of a main player for the Magic. But I don't think it's out of the question, though, because what was our short list here and how many spots did you have? I would I would think there's one. I really think there's one spot available. Okay. And, and it'd be... Yeah, there's six names. And I said Aaron Gordon, Jalen Brown, Tobias Harris, Otto Porter, Nick Batum, Robert Covington. And I... I lost count. How many names was that? Oh, I forgot one. Al Horford. Ah. Um, but let me t- let me say it again. So Aaron Gordon, Jalen Brown, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, Otto Porter, Nick Batum, Robert Covington. Okay. So one and by seven. Okay. 
I think that's not an unfair assessment. Um, yeah. I just listen, like I said, part of the reason why I made great that role point, player. Part of the reason why I made that point, honestly, is because, like, in my heart of hearts, I think he probably doesn't make it, but I think that he's deserving of consideration. And so, at the very least, if you're going to put him on a list of seven guys for one spot, I'm not too upset with that. Okay. I'll take it. But well, and also he has to continue to perform until uh, that point. Yeah. But dude, if he's honestly like, and I'm not saying he's going to be, but if he's honestly somehow shooting like 48, 50 percent from three point at that time, then he's going to get stronger consideration than I've just given him probably. Yeah. But then, then you again, put him in at that point. I think. We'll see. Depend. It honestly, it always, it really matters more where you're at. If they're still like the Sixers today, sit at the seven seat. If they're the seven seat, there's they will not get three people in the All Star game. They have no. It will not happen. There's no chance. But it won't happen. No, but I think that they're going to probably be sitting a little higher. Okay, that's something you have to cons- like. That matters. Yeah, I think like the five is not out of the question. But even at the five, I don't even think. I think you have to be like top three to get three people in. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's just the other hard. Thing, the other thing too is there's just been so much star power that has left the East. Right, and that's the reason why he's even. Has a chance right. because here, here are guys who left the East: Mello, George, Millsap. Those three guys left yeah. the East who were All Stars last year. Right. Not that I think Carmelo was like really that great. No, Mello's he's been a very overrated player in my opinion for a long time. Yeah. But um, anyway, that's why Robert yeah. Covington won't make the All Star. And I did a poll, and it wasn't like we got a million votes, but fifty percent of the people thought that the Sixers have no. All stars. Now, to be fair, this poll ended just before the game last night, so I think we would have got a different result from the recency bias. But let me just tell you: if Embiid stays healthy, the dude is an all star. And Simmons, like, I think he's at a point in his life where I don't need to put a healthy caveat out there because obviously everyone needs to stay healthy. But it's not as big a question mark for him. Right. He's kind of one injury. Um, but dude, how's how are you going to keep Simmons off the all star team at this at this pace? Yeah. You know what I mean. So I think we have two, for sure. I, I yeah, I would say that today you have two. Yeah. So I have no problem saying that. Okay. I just don't think Robert Covington will be. So fifty percent of the people that vote on our polls are high. Would they be must my be assessment. So I mean, I don't know. Get off, quit smoking the weed. Get off the couch. Drink. Stop beer. drink. Stop doing our polls for a second. Do something with your life. Like watch the Sixers and realize we have two All Stars. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but next game is uh, Saturday against Golden State, like I said. So, uh, and I liked, I like probably gonna be a doozy. And I liked your thought on resting and beat. Yes, I said that before we uh, potted here while we were getting ready. I said um, you gotta figure, like, if we want to say, look, play and beat sixty-five times this year, right, or whatever, right? That means that he's got to sit seventeen times. So we've sat two. We got fifteen to go, right? So. My theory is, dude just played, I think he, had he not played 36 minutes? He played 70 minutes for the last two games. Right. Had he not played the 36 minutes against the Clippers, which was a record, he would have set his record last night for minutes in a game against the Lakers. So it was one and two in his career minute totals the last two games. Um, he looked phenomenal. There's no reason to believe that he's hurt because of those games or anything. But if the whole point is to like keep him fresh, keep him healthy... Like, we're going to sit you, like, let's say 17 times. You might as well do it and give him this five-day break, then it would be until the next game if you sit him Saturday. And also, we play the freaking Warriors. Are we going to win? Are we going to beat the Warriors if we haven't beat? We can. We probably won't. Right. So, if you just accept the loss and just realize, hey, 
we sit him here instead of sitting him down the road against, let's say, a team like, I don't know, the Magic. You know what I mean? Where, like, we could and should win, but, like, then we lose because Embiid. Right. You want to maximize your win. So if I'm Coach Brown, I'm going to be savvy about it. I'm going to get ahead of the game and be like, hey, Embiid, great job the other night. We're going to sit you against the Warriors. Yeah, I think so far you guys have done a good job of picking where you sit him because, like, the Raptors, was that a game at home or away? I don't recall. But the Raptors are a pretty good team. Yeah. Like, they're a veteran squad who are good and most likely would beat you. Yeah. They'll just beat you. Probably. So the, and they did. Without Embiid, they definitely beat you. We've beat them in recent process years, though, like with a process-ass lineup. But, I mean, that happens. It does. Yeah. Also, you played them against – you sat them against Utah, which is a great team to sit them against because while Utah, I think, is pretty good – Offensively, they can be really challenged some nights. And, I mean, I think it showed in that game. They shot, like, 30%. Yeah. And you guys just... That Donovan won. Mitchell, who looks promising... Like, no, I, he looks really good. He was but, hell. Though. Yeah, I mean, he had a terrible shooting night. He was, yeah. like, what, 3 of 20 or something like that. Something terrible. Insane. He looked like freaking Lonzo Ball out there. <laughs> yeah, Lonzo doesn't have a shot. No, I enjoyed every second of that. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I definitely think the Sixers are for real though. I was preaching before the year take the, pound the over on uh, thirty five or thirty nine and a half wins. Yeah, I'm sticking to that. And last pot, I believe I raised it to forty four and a half. That's 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 high. That's well, that's again like that's not where Vegas should put it. That's where like in my head, if I'm t- if I'm yeah. seesawing with myself, like do I take the under? Do I take the over? Oh no, I'm hard, like I can't decide. Yeah, that's where I can't decide. Forty four okay. and a half. All right, the line from the confident Philly fan. Yeah. Cool. Oh, no, you're going to have a hard time making me not insufferable this winter. It's going to be great. Okay. And then I'm going to be nice and humble come uh, baseball season when I get some <laughs> get a thorough dose of uh, losses in me. Right. But uh, what do you think about your beer? We got anything else? Um, yeah, just wanted to mention that the, oh, yeah. the rookie of the year in the – American League went to the correct correct person, Aaron Judge. Guess what? Unanimously. What do you know? Woo! He only beat him in like every statistical category. I think Pete made up in his head one time that someone said Ben Attendee should win it. I think he had a dream or something. No, it was actually discussed on some (laughs) podcast. Like, maybe he should be in the discussion. He shouldn't be in the discussion. It's Aaron Judge's award. He won it. It's over. Yeah. Like, and the voters agreed with me. Here's the thing that unanimous that I, MVP. Here's the thing that I've come up. Not with. MVP, rookie of the year. Sorry. Yeah, here's the he thing. got second in the MVP voting. Here's the thing that I've come up with. I've come to this conclusion ever since we've had a podcast. Where like one time we were going to have a podcast because it was our like weekly time. And you came over and we realized we have nothing to talk about. So yeah. we just skipped a week. Um, and like that day made me realize that like these fucking like shows on ESPN and these like podcasts and these radio shows. That's why they say they're stupid ass shit. Because yeah. they like they show up to work and they're like, I have absolutely nothing to fucking talk about. Right. And so they're like, let's talk about Lonzo for the hundredth day in a row. Yeah. Or let's make up some stupid ass shit so right. I can like somebody will say like, I think Andrew Benintendi might be the rookie of the year. And you're like, what do you mean? Yeah, but they're like, they don't believe it. Even though guys saying it doesn't yeah. believe it, well, but it's I mean, like they have, have to say it so that they keep getting a paycheck. Right. Have you ever watched Stephen A. Smith skip Bayless, Shannon uh, Sharp? That's how it works. That's yeah. what all these people do. I guarantee Those shows, you, they don't yeah, believe- five days a week. Like yeah, and they get a great, they get ratings. Yeah, they they do you, well. You say dumb shit and you just make shit up that you don't believe. Well, so that yeah, you, can- you say dumb shit and you like buy into it. Oh, and, like, you force yourself. To stand believe. on yeah. that corner, man. Yeah. Like get behind that point. Like fucking Nick Wright. Not I like Nick Wright a lot. Not giving the Eagles their respect yet. 
I like the record. He picked the Giants to go to the Super. It, I forget yeah. if it was go to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Was it win? I don't know. Well, I don't either care. way, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, dude, people make predictions every year that are wrong. I've never made a wrong prediction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyway, yeah. How was your beer? Uh, it was solid. Not my favorite. Really. But uh, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I love winter beers, so okay. I'm looking forward to drinking that one. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, we picked two of these off the shelf, I think, because you were like, I want one. Yes. But uh, no, I mean, they're they're solid, but I don't know how I feel about like the wintry, like fruity beer. I I, I feel like if you're gonna put like fruit in my beer, it's gotta be like a, a summery thing. Interesting. Okay. Fair enough. I don't hate it. What are you rating uh, it? Two and a half out of five, right? God, Middle of just a dagger! Holy shit! It's a good, like it's it's a beer. All right, all right. God damn. All right, yeah. Um, I had again New Belgium accumulation, and I'll be giving that a three and a half. So that's kind of like it's a good beer. Okay, it's a good beer. Maybe two and a half is a little harsh. Two and a half is harsh. I mean, okay, so my thing is, my scale is, most beers don't go under three for me, because I like beer. Right. So, like, I inherently am just like, yeah, like, that oh, wasn't the best, but that was good. Here's, like what I was, here's what I was thinking of, is like, and I can't go into this whole spiel, I, sh- I should have a girls podcast, but oh, you're talking about a girl, one to ten, five is the, she does nothing for you either way. That's how you gotta do it. And then you work from there. <laughs> so that's where I was going for it. The 2.5 out of well, 5. Well, there went our like, female viewership. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. I hate when they're like, oh, she's a 7. You're trying to say she's like a C. It's like, no. She's a C. She's a 5. Oh, oh God. It doesn't give you enough enough leeway. Upcoming this week, Alex issues a <laughs> Twitter apology. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Girls can... Rate me a number two. I don't care. Yeah. Call me a two if you want. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But anyway, yeah. Um, and hey, if you want to check out all the other beers I've rated in my entire life, which is close to 600, um, you can follow me at Petsky41. I my first 600 beers. Yeah. Follow me at Petsky41 on Untapped and Twitter. All right. And for the record, he's had many more than 600. <laughs> yeah. I've only checked in around 600 <laughs> different beers. Um, and then same thing. Uh, I'm at Alex Wolf on uh, Untapped, and I am at A Wolf Thirty One. Sorry, at Alex Wolf Thirty One, and then A Wolf Thirty One on Twitter. And then the most important of all of these is come follow us on the podcast official. We're still working on the blue check mark. You yeah, know, it might help if we get more than a hundred followers. <laughs> I want the check mark though. Yeah, I mean, if we ever get the check mark, like, what else? That's is there it. Like? I'm retiring at that yeah. point. Yeah, but. Uh, Anyways, it's at Microbrew Sports. There was a space issue, so we couldn't get the ED in there. But hey, I've told you that every week. So yeah. our, loyal, our loyal listeners already know that, and they can appreciate the right. space issue that Twitter has given us. So I've yet to write my angry letters, but they're coming at some point. I just need 100 followers, and we are 14 short of that. All right. Let's get 14 followers. Let's do it. All right, guys. Hey, That's the goal for the week, guys. Rally. Then let's uh, let's get some more W's in Philadelphia, baby. So I will cheers to that. Everyone, go drink your Dallas sucks beer. <laughs>